Hello everyone and welcome back to our second episode of Sweat Sesh. Oh my goodness, it's so exciting. I am your host Sarah Colding and today we're going to be talking about something a little different. We're going to be talking finances. So I'm going to try and give you guys some tips and tricks on how I budget and also what I'm focusing on finance wise for 2024. And maybe you guys can take on some of these tips and tricks if that's also a 2024 goal of yours. I don't think this is necessary, but I will give you a disclaimer that I am not a financial expert in any means. The most amount of finance um, knowledge I have is I did accounting 101 at university in my sports business, so my commerce degree, and you know... We're going to be honest because we're all friends here. I did not pass that unit the first time around. It took me two goes. I passed on the second time, but you know, we we really had to work for that. So I am not mathematically inclined, but you know, if you are in a similar position, you know, if maths and numbers just aren't your strong point, we have that in common and you know that you can trust me with these finance and budgeting tips because I am keeping it simple all right we are being really really basic but you know if you are maybe a really productive person and you have lots going on a lot of the time and we fall short on things like finance and budget and then get stressed about it or you know they're not sitting how we want we can take these tips on boards because they're super easy to understand and implement into your life and hopefully you see your finances get better that's a little bit of rambling from me so let's get straight into this episode actually before we head into it let me give you some disclaimers by no means and i mean seriously no means am i a finance or budgeting expert the only accreditation i have is that i did sport business at university and i did accounting and economics and you know because we're all friends here i'm going to be completely honest the first time i did accounting 101 literally it was called accounting 101 i failed but i I passed that I passed that unit on the second time so I'm not even going to pretend I don't know anything but I have learnt a lot through trial and failure so I just want to share my tips with you guys because I really would have loved someone to have told me what to do especially leading up into working a full-time job and now I'm looking at buying a house and you know, just how to be saving savvy when I was at university and working part-time jobs. So if you're in that position or even if you are where I am now and you feel like you're in the deep end, you're trying to make big purchases like mortgages or houses or whatever it could be, it's never, ever, ever too late to start implementing these tips and start budgeting and focusing on your finances the sooner the better so I just wanted to give you a little disclaimer but I think some of my tips are helpful so if you're interested in finance or you know some very 
average girly tips on how to budget, just keep listening to this episode. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to do, it's not really a tip, but the first thing that we've got to do if we want to be more financially savvy and be better with our money in 2024 or just even in the upcoming month is to reflect on either our 2023 budget or just like our January budget. Maybe because we're already in Feb, um, halfway through Feb 2024, you know, maybe we had a really bad January with money. So we're going, okay, that was not good. We need to fix it for the rest of the year. And now it's become one of your New Year's goals. So we just need to reflect on, on what we have been doing with our money. Um, this can either be like if we had a budget in 2024, reflecting on that, like most, I'm going to assume most 20-year-old girls have their banking on their phone, on their apps. So, And most of these apps are really good at helping you track your spending. So go into your app and reflect on where your money went. So we're going to have a lot more expenses than income most of the time so have a look at like where your expenses are like especially those little amounts like don't just go and look for like oh i spent a hundred dollars here like grocery shopping like obviously that's gonna have to happen every week like where where are you spending three dollars five dollars like so go back and have a look at that $20 $20 just like when like in a in a drive-through or like 20 bucks at like La Visa or something like that so go and really find those little expenses because that is what adds up so after we reflect on like our 2023 budget or just previous month's expenses now we're going to work on creating and writing out some finance goals. So we're gonna create a new budget and new finance goals, all right? And this is how we're going to start, you know, saving money, being financially savvy. If we had them written down, we're more inclined to actually hold ourselves accountable to it. And I know, especially for me, (laughs) like money and maths and numbers are not my strong point. So I really have to write it down to help myself understand it better so write out what some of your financial goals are maybe it's to have a certain um, figure in your savings account or to save for a holiday be able to buy a new phone like having actual targets and like dates that we can achieve stuff by like it's our smart goals right it actually helps us stay accountable and we're more likely to reach them so that's our next step is to write out some finance goals and create a new 2024 budget so in order to ensure that we have good saving habits and are being financially savvy with our money in 2024 we need to do some things when we are starting to create this budget look at who you're banking with so I used to just bank with ING because my parents did, all right? But actually, when I started taking my finance seriously, I looked into certain banks that 
had what I wanted and had features that were going to help me reach my finance goals. So I moved from ING to Upbanking because first off they were very aesthetically pleasing but they had so many um, features that would allow me to split my money and create savers so I could save for certain things um, but I kept my my big savings so you know me and my partner are saving for a house we kept that with ING because now you also have to start looking at interest rates sorry ladies but we do these these are big adult things like especially when you're moving into the next stages of life like buying cars buying houses thinking about families in the future like you do need to start thinking about your interest rates so I have been through like three different banks in the last year because you know it's just trial and error and understanding and like your life changes your life goal changes and so in turn when your life goals change you know your finance goals may also change so I have kept a lot of my money with ING because they have really good interest rates. And then I moved my personal money, so not my savings, not my big savings for a house. Um, I moved just my personal money into up because I like the way that it allowed me to split everything. But I have now moved on from up to ANZ Plus. So I have a mortgage broker that's helping me and my partner with our house loan and he took me through some of the things about ANZ Plus. So now they have a better interest rate. They still allow me to create different savers and split my money how I like to help me save. Um, but it just ended up being a better, better option for me again. So really look into the different types of online banking that you can do maybe online banking is not your forte so you're gonna have to look at branches that are near you so you're just gonna like take your time do a lot of research do a lot of comparing um, and make sure you pick a bank that is gonna assist you in reaching your finance goals the next thing that I would recommend when we are doing our new budget is to consider salary splitting so this is one thing that i really liked about up and why i went with them but you can also do it with anz plus is every time my salary comes into my bank account my my money is automatically split so i have automatic payments set up and it splits my salary into the savings accounts that I I want it to go into. So, like I said, I have a lot of my money with ING because of the good interest rate. So this is, you know, a lot of my saving for a house. So I have created automatic transfers or pay like salary split in. So when my salary makes its way into my bank account, my bank notices that that is my salary and does an automatic transfer that I have set up of so much money going into my savings, so much money going into, you know, my emergency fund, so many 
so much money going into my bills account. So then I don't have to sit there every week and do it. I also like the fact that it does it automatically. So by the time I actually go and look at my, you know, my funds in my account, the the money, the necessary money is already gone. So I'm not looking at it going, oh, this is how much I have, but actually not because I've got to move this here and I've got to move this here. Like it's already done. So when I look into my account, I know that that's what I've got for my fortnight because I get paid fortnightly. So I really recommend that. And you know, I don't get to sit there and think like, oh, well, maybe I'll put less in here this week because I want to buy this and I want to do this. Like, nope, my bank has already done it. I don't have to think about it. Now I don't, you know, really get the choice. I'm like, oh, yep, it's already in there. I can't touch it now. Obviously, I can if there's an emergency, but it's just like that mindset. I also, following on from this, like, salary splitting is I really like to plan out what my budget for each fortnight is going to be because it's all well and good having a general plan but our week to week you know looks different all the time you might be busier one week with friends birthdays and stuff like that um whereas other weeks you might just be able to like not go out at all and spend no money and save so um i really like to just do a fortnightly because like I said I get paid fortnightly like a fortnightly budget of where my money is going to be going I still am really strict on myself on putting you know my nominated totals into all of my savings so like I said I have my savings for a house I have an emergency fund I have a bills um, and that's shared with my partner and I'm really strict on making sure the amount that we have discussed personally Um, is taken from my pay each fortnight and sent into there because they're big important goals that we have Um, and you know I don't I I still allow myself so much money um, left over from my salary to fund you know any additional outings or events or like whatever I want to do with my money so that's also a really good plan um maybe you don't want to be as strict as me and that's totally fine but like I have lots of money goals in 2024 um and I want to kill a lot of my bad money habits from 2023 so I'm just being super I don't want to say strict because that sounds bad but like I'm just being really focused and intent intense a good word with my money so just to give you a little bit of insight, like up is a really good one. I've moved to ANZ plus it still lets me do a lot of the same things, but it's just not aesthetic. So it makes me kind of sad. But like I said, don't go for the aesthetic one, like choose a bank that actually works for you. So, um, uh, in my personal bank account, I have more, (laughs) more savings and more categories. So I am a terrible impulsive shopper so I want to be less impulsive this year so what I have created in my ANZ plus bank account is categories so I have a category for 
and it's called a rainy day fund. So that's sort of like my emergency fund that I share with my partner, but this is just for me. So like just, you know, if a friend's birthday comes up, if me and my boyfriend want to go away for a weekend, like something like that, it's just extra money stored away. I maybe could call it just life, but just life stuff happens. You know, I've got some money there. I also have one called holidays. So because me and my partner don't really have any savings accounts for a holiday because all of the money in our savings, like the one that is titled savings, is going towards our house. So I'd just like to put a little bit of money away. It's going to take a long time to save up for a holiday, just me, I know, but it's nice to just have that there. Even if it's just like a trip down south or something like that or like I take him away for his birthday for a weekend, you know, like that's what that money can be used for. And it doesn't seem like a big loss um, just taking it out of your normal bank account in one hit. Like it's nice to have it somewhere separate that you can't see it. Um, and then my next one is coaching. So I have a, I have a personal trainer. She is the best. Um, and she is an investment to me. And you know, she she direct debits me weekly and, you know, that is something that's really important to me is my, my coaching and my training and my nutrition. So I have an account, a little separate account in my ANZ. So each pay, I get an automatic transfer of how much money I'll need to pay her until my next salary comes in. And I also have, I have two auto transfers linked to that one account so I have the money going in and then each week it takes the amount that I need to pay her out of that one back into my normal one where she'll direct debit me so that's what I've got on those and then my last one is called a wish list so one thing I loved about up is that they have these things called may buys so you could type in a link or something you wanted to buy and it would know how much it is and it would ask you when you wanted to purchase it by or how much you wanted to pay each salary. And it would tell you like, if you put this much money, for example, I have an Apple Watch on there. I'm desperate to buy an Apple Watch Ultra. I've wanted one for like two years now, but I've only just started saving for one because it is a lot of money in one go. So it had like, the Apple Watch Ultra was, I can't remember what it is, it's like $1,200 or something ridiculous, right? And I wanted to put $50 in there every fortnight from my pay. So again, it was like an automatic transfer on the Up app and it would go, all right, you, if you pay $50 every fortnight, you'll be able to buy it by this day. It was something ridiculous like March 2025, or I can buy it for a year if I put that much money in there. But and then every fortnight it would take out the money and it would like cross off the date. Have a look if you want to like, I'm not explaining it very well, but if you want to see sort of the visual of it, type in like up bank may buys and I'm sure like Google images will show you. But they obviously don't have that feature on the ANZ app, but I've just created a little category, a little savings account called wishlist and I still just fund money in there and then I can go and purchase the product myself once I save up enough money. So that's sort of what I do and I think these are really good ideas to help fund your money and 
especially with the wish list i feel like i'm less inclined to just go around purchasing impulsive products when i know i'm like no like i have like money is being taken out of my pay every week so i can save for this so they're just a couple more tips for you now moving on to like actionable things that we can do now to help us save money listen to finance podcasts so i only listen to a couple really um i love 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 she's on the money like obviously she knows so much i've also read a little bit of her first book so you know almost why are you listening to me i'm not the finance guru but (laughs) i'm sending you her way and for anyone like i loved her two podcasts well she might have more now but regarding hex debt so i went to uni for five years so i have a whopping hex debt so it's nice to like actually learn about it because no one tells you anything it's all like personal research so if you want to learn more about money she has like all her podcast episodes are super specific so if you have one thing that you really want to focus on or learn more about she'll definitely have an episode for you I also recommend Grace Beverly's um, Working Hard, Hardly Working. She has a few guests on there and they've talked about money, especially in terms of businesses. So that's really good. Another one that has worked great for me is delete all of your online shopping apps. Just get rid of them. I I thought I was doing a good thing by having Depop on my phone because I'm like, oh, it's all secondhand. I'm not, you know contributing to the fast fashion industry no i just bought more from there because first off it's cheaper and i and i thought like it was a good idea you can also just go and like collect things from people's houses if they live in your area like no i had to delete it it's good for selling but if you can't if you can't just be on there to sell without shopping which was very much my problem then delete it. You've got to delete that. It's actually done so well for me because sometimes I would just sit mindlessly scrolling on my phone and I'm mindlessly online shopping. Get rid of it. And like I got rid of like, I had the Honey app and the Shop Back app and I just, I got rid of all of them. I don't want them on my phone. I don't want to be able to see them. Obviously it's like really hard with social media nowadays because you just get vlogged so many adverts so much content but i have found that deleting these online shopping apps have helped me another thing is that me and my boyfriend are implementing in 2024 is experiences over gifts so instead of spending money on gifts of on just things like obviously the things that you would buy your partner are nice but you know, experiences are worth so much more of your money than just things. So I feel like although you're still spending money, obviously we're still going to spend money. We've got to keep the economy going. Um, like it's much, it's so much more worth it, like spending it on an experience over just a gift because you get to give the gift and then like you know whether it's a week or a month or a day later you get to experience experience it again so you get to give a gift and then have an experience and you have a memory at the same time 
So I think it's just like, again, like bringing you back to that word intent is like being intent with your money. All right, one that I am really, really working my ass off with in 2024, and I've actually been so good so far, is cooking rather than ordering takeout. So I'm so good during the week with my meal prep, but at the end of the week, like I wouldn't, and I'm not, I'm just not a cook, all right? I've just never been... My mind just doesn't work like that. Like, I've never been a cook. I like to try and bake occasionally, but it's not something that I gravitate towards or enjoy doing, like, on a daily basis. But now that I've started, I actually do enjoy it. So, and then, again, I'm saving so much money because especially, like, with inflation and just the way that, you know, the economy is now, it is so incredibly expensive to eat out. It's not worth it when you can make it at home for half the price most of the time. So, you know, if you're in the same boat as me, when you look through your finances from last year, from last month, from last week, how much was spent on takeout food? Start cooking in. All right, groceries are still expensive, I know, but in all honesty, it's a lot cheaper to cook your own meal and again you can make it a memory like me and my partner you know make memories cooking in the kitchen like cooking what we like it's it's make it fun like you can so moving we're still staying in the food area I have been so proud of myself my one of my favorite parts of my little morning routine was finishing the gym driving to my favorite coffee shop getting a coffee before work Five I can tell you exactly how much my medium long black with a little bit of lactose-free milk was. $5.30 every day. And I would get that five days a week and then me and my boyfriend would go out for coffee on the weekend. So I was buying takeout coffee seven days a week. My boyfriend did do the math, by the way, but I can't remember. But it was a lot of friggin' money that I was spending on takeout coffee. So now I just get up a couple minutes earlier every morning make my coffee at, like in the coffee machine put it in I've got like one of those little yeti yeti mugs like you know the thermo mugs so keep it warm I just put my coffee in there I keep it in the mug while I'm at the gym and when I finish at the gym I still keep a very similar morning routine finish the gym head off to work my coffee is still hot so invest spend your money invest in in a you know a hydro mug hydro flask keep your coffee nice and hot and just make your coffee at home it is so worth it like i've saved so much money just in one week just in one week is crazy all right my last money hack for you off the top of my head i do have some notes but you know if you've got any more please like write them down dm them to me so i can share them with everyone but my last money hack is like the 7-eleven petrol app so if you don't know i told my brother this hack the other day and he was mind blown if you don't know you can download the 7-eleven app and use their feature called fuel lock so you can go into the 7-eleven app and then it scans all the closest 7-eleven petrol stations closest to you and gives you the closest um the cheapest 
and closest petrol station. So it gives you the cheapest fuel price at any 7-Eleven in your area and you can use the lock feature. So you can lock that petrol price in and then go and fill up any day during that week and then just scan your card at the checkout and you get your fuel for that price, even if it's not actually that price that day. So everyone knows that Tuesday, well here in Perth at least, is the cheapest petrol day. So every Tuesday I go onto the app and I just lock the cheapest price in and then even if I don't need to fill up that Tuesday, whenever I go to the petrol station during the week, I make sure to go to a 7-Eleven and I scan my scan my card and I get my discounted petrol rate. One thing though is that it only lasts a week, so make sure you use it. Um, but just a, like a little money saving tip. Petrol is so expensive, so any dollar you can save on that honestly goes a long way. So everyone, I feel like I've talked long enough, but that is all of my like little money saving tips that you guys can take in to 2024. If you have any other tips, like like I said before, like please leave them in the comments here. DM them to me. Um, you can follow me at Sweat by Sarah um, on Instagram, or you can even follow our podcast Instagram page, which is just Sweat Sesh Podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening. If there's any other content that you really want me to talk about, again, just Put them in the comments here send me a dm and i will definitely do that for you but i hope you got some useful information out of this thanks so much for listening and i'll see you next time bye